Welcome to the Work Camper Show, brought to you by WorkCamper.com. This podcast helps you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. Each one of our episodes will introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to work camping opportunities all around the U.S. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Today I'm interviewing a woman who is offering an opportunity to spend the summer in one of America's most beautiful national parks. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with a community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who have been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Tracy Logan works for Grand Teton Association, an organization which provides educational items for people experiencing and committed to public lands. They do so by operating a number of retail stores in and around Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. The group also provides money to support projects in Bridger Teton National Forest as well as the National Elk Refuge. The association staffs five retail centers. However, Tracy is looking for five work camping couples or families in 2024 to help staff the Craig Thomas Discovery Visitor Center in Moose, Wyoming. Basically, work campers engage with visitors, check in products, make sure they're properly priced, and restock shelves. Tracy described working at the center as like shopping in Target at Christmas. There's lots to do and many people to serve. All the jobs are paid and the association needs work campers to put in about 40 hours a week. To tell us more about what it's like to work within Grand Teton National Park, please welcome Tracy Logan with the Grand Teton Association to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Tracy. I appreciate your time. So tell us a little bit about the Grand Teton Association and what it does. I would be happy to. So Grand Teton Association is actually one of the the oldest nonprofit located in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Our office is based in a beautiful location located in Grand Teton National Park. We're located in Moose, Wyoming. We're a very small nonprofit cooperating association that not only uh, supports Grand Teton National Park, but we have the pleasure of working for Bridger Teton National Forest, as well as U.S. Fish and Wildlife with the National Elk Refuge. So we're very unique in this fact that we don't just provide services to one agency. We have three agencies that we are supporting financially and able to do things with those funds that those agencies wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Our main goal at Grand Teton Association has always been to serve our public lands, to preserve what we have. And so in doing so, we do that through our retail locations in the visitor centers that are located in and around the 
Grand Teton National Park and the town of Jackson. So you are headquartered in Jackson? We are headquartered in Moose, Wyoming. It's right at the main entrance um, to Grand Teton National Park. Jackson is the gateway to Grand Teton National Park and our oldest national park being Yellowstone. Okay. I know. Have you ever been to this area before? I have been in that area several times and it's a, a wonderful little community. It is. It really is. I was listening to your podcast with Riley and very similar experiences. Jackson is a very small town, but in we are also somewhat seasonal in the sense that we blossom significantly from season to season. We go from 18 to 20,000 people who live in the town of Jackson. That increases dramatically in the summertime with a lot of people, a huge influx of people, part-timers that move into the valley for the warm months. Mm-hmm. What, what type of jobs do work campers do for you? That's a great question. Mostly our work campers are stationed in our visitor centers in our retail locations. They are the bread and butter of our association. They are on the front lines. They are the ones who are doing the sales associate work. They're working the stores. They're restocking the product. They're pricing the product. And they're really engaging the visitors that come and seek out Grand Teton National Park. Our superintendent, Chip Jenkins, has said on many occasions that the visitors that come to Grand Teton National Park the chances of them having an interaction with one of our employees is much greater than them having an opportunity to engage someone in a uniform representing the National Park Service. Wow. So that's, they are a concierge service and they are a service to our public lands. Thank goodness. How many retail centers are there that you folks in? We have five located in Grand Teton National Park. And we have one located just outside of the town of Jackson. But that the five that are in the park are for the Grand Teton National Park. And the one that we serve on the outskirts of Jackson is for the National Oak Refuge. And what kinds of things are the work campers doing at those centers? They are doing all sorts of things. They're engaging customers. They are helping check in product, price product, restocking the stores. A lot of they we work as a team. We're a very small team, like I said. And so you have all sorts of opportunities. You're not just stuck at a cash register. You really have an opportunity to understand what it takes to pull off what we pull off to get those that product on the floor and get those visitors. Our goal is to have interpretive product that folks can bring back with them to remember their experience. And that's really important for us. So by retail center, we're talking about gift shop, not necessarily food service. Yeah, it's not food service. We used to be primarily a publications like a bookstore, but over the years, we've seen a lot of value in having more interpretive product available for folks that if they go and visit Jenny Lake, they can go to the visitor center and go into one of our retail locations and find something that, that is inspired around Jenny Lake and take that home. So anytime they go and they pick up a book or they picked up a poster or postcards, it will remind them of that hopefully wonderful experience they had while visiting the Jack, the Grand Teton National Park. How many work campers are you looking for in 2024? You know, luckily for me, I'm not having to do as much work this year. And that kind of leads in 
into the fact that we were very fortunate that a lot of our people want to come back. We try to take care of our people. We communication is huge for us. And so for us to set up our people successfully, we communicate a lot with them, probably too much if, if there's such a thing. But we get around 50% of our people wanting to come back. And Jackson Hole's a beautiful place. We've got so much open space for people to explore and people work hard and they play hard in this valley. How many work campers are you looking to hire? This year, I'm looking for five couples. Five couples, okay. Five couples. And the reason there's a limit on singles, Greg, is because we're, we only have campsites that are given to us by our agency partners, and those are very limited. And I need to fill those spaces and have the needs met in my visitor centers. So this coming year, I'm looking for five couples to work primarily in our biggest visitor center, which is the Craig Thomas Discovery Visitor Center. And that's located in Moose as well. And would you consider working with families, especially families with teenagers? Absolutely. Families are are great too. We are a family. That's really how GTA prides itself. We're a community and we look out for one another and we support one another. And that having families is no different. I will say though that the campsite is about a 15, 20 minute drive from where I'm hiring in that particular visitor center. So having children be at the campsite while their parents are working, that's really on the parents about supervision and making sure because the campground is located in Grand Teton National Park. It's a wild place. And that's really important for people to understand that you're not just in a city, you're actually in a national park. I agree. So basically, people with young kids might not want to be there. but It may not be an ideal situation for them. But yeah. parents who have teenagers, older Absolutely. Kids, who might also yeah. be able to work for you folks in the retail center, this Absolutely. would be a good opportunity for them. Okay. It could be a family affair, Greg. <laughs> How many hours a week are they expected to work? We ask all of our employees to work a 40-hour shift. Sometimes there's some flexibility in that. But if we can get people to commit to that 40 hours, it's much easier to pull back on people's hours than to have them work less and then ask them for more. So for us, ideally, 40 hours is what we're looking for. And the place I'm hiring for is very busy. My director of retail and buying likes to describe the Craig Thomas Discovery Visitor Center as target at Christmas. There is no break. It is you, we're looking for people that to be busy, like to engage and are on their feet. And it's, it, there's not a lot of downtime at this particular visitor center, but it's the days go by super fast. So by 40 hours, you're saying 40 hours a week per person, not per week per Correct. Okay. Correct. And we really pride, we understand that the work campers had made this lifestyle choice for a reason. Many of them want to get out and explore the national parks and do this every six months. They're migrating on to somewhere else. And so we want to honor that. And so we let a lot of our couples work together so that their days are off together as well, so that they can go out and go camping and hiking and fishing and kayaking, whatever their interests are. When does the day typically start and end? The visitor centers are open from eight to five. And during the slower season, 
it will go up to nine to five. But we like to stagger our work campers so that we've got a, a group showing up in the morning to open up the store, get it set and ready for the spokes. Then the next wave of employees will come in mid-morning and then the early people will peel out early and then we close at 5 p.m. When does the season start? When the National Park opens. So Grand Teton National Park officially opens May 1st and closes October 31st. You can still access parts of Grand Teton National Park, um, but it's very limited because of the snowfall accumulation that we get. But again, it can be a winter playground for folks as well. But ideally, we like folks to be available a week or so before the opening of the visitor center. So again, depending on how much Mother Nature decides to share her white snow with us, um, the campground that they would be housed in is typically open the third week in April. And so we'll have folks move in there. It is a full hookup site with that's paved and they the park just invested a lot of time and money to really spruce up that particular area of the Grovat campground. And so there's comfort stations that have laundry facilities and showers and restrooms and it's right next to the Grovant River. It's a beautiful site. It's an absolutely beautiful site. People should be aware that it could be snowing and yes. it could be cold when they arrive. Um, absolutely. So they'll want to have make sure that their RV is prepared for that. That And that's a big concern. And that's in the interview process. That is something I have to make people aware that, yes, it will snow in May. It might even snow a little bit in June, but it won't stick around. But the temperatures, if they're getting cold enough that it allows it to snow, they need to make sure that they are they have a three to four season RB. Is propane available for the work campers? There is propane available. Unfortunately, it is in town. But many of our work campers either have a very large truck or they have two vehicles that they bring with them. And so that gives them some flexibility. The truck that usually hauls the RV and a smaller vehicle that they tow that gives them more gas mileage, gas for stuff. So there are lots of options for them to get propane in the town of Jackson. Is there a service available that will actually bring the propane to them? That's a good question. I know that there's a park in holding that called Dornan's that has, it's a private park in holding that the family's owned it for many years. And there's a small grocery store. You can get ice. I believe you can get propane there. It's five minutes from where they're located in the visitor center. So it's super close. So it is something that they could possibly get while they're on their way home or to work. Are these paid or volunteer positions? These are paid positions. So we have an hourly rate and we pay for every hour works. We also give a 40% discount on all of our merchandise in any of our locations. And each location is very different. Our a director of retail and buying has really focused on particular spots and areas and really made those locations unique to those spots and locations. And so there's we have a myriad of a product that people can buy. It's a great way to Christmas shop for family. And then we also provide folks with a park pass. If we have employees that come back another season, we give them a season completion bonus, um, just as a thank you for one coming back and working for GTA again and our public lands and for just being amazing to come back and be a part of the team. So the they do that. 
the bonus is offered in the second year when they come second back. Second year. Not the first year. Okay. Correct. Uh, starting salary or starting wage is what? Now we're paying $14 an hour. We do have a proposal um, out on the table that will be voted on in December. So hopefully we'll see that hourly rate go up. It's, we feel very fortunate. We do have to pay for the sites that we are given by our agencies, but those are prorated and our employees are considered park employees and our other agencies that also provide sites. So we do have a small fee that we do have to get from folks, but it is at a much discounted rate. I can imagine that it would be much less expensive to stay there uh, in that rate than it is to rent an RV site during the season in that region. Absolutely. And in fact, we're losing one of our big RV sites that was located in the town of Jackson. There are lots of other sites around the valley, but the main one in Jackson we're losing, but they were charging $119 a night. So that, I know. Welcome to Jackson Hole, Greg. (laughs) That sounds expensive. So what would a work camper expect to pay for a site? Right now they are paying about $20 a night. Okay. So that's roughly around 400 450 a night, a month. Okay. And that includes full hookup? Okay. Full hookups and access to laundry facilities, restrooms, showers, and you're living in a national park. Exactly. Does it yeah. come with Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi can be it tricky. Does. It does. Vehicle. Yeah. We're very fortunate. Grand Teton National Park invested a lot of infrastructure in the last few years to put in Wi-Fi before you could head up north to Coulter Bay and by Jackson Lake and have zero cell reception. Sometimes I'm mixed. Sometimes I go, gosh, that's the whole point of getting out in nature is to disconnect. So there was something beautiful about it, but people need to be in touch. And for these work campers, that's our kind of their lifeline to connect with their family when they're on the road. So the park put in infrastructure and now there is cellular service and Wi-Fi at our campgrounds. Good point. Speaking of cellular service, is there one particular company that seems to get better connections than others? Depends on where you are in the valley. So if you're in if you're in the campground, Verizon seems to work better. And again, this was all pre-the hardwiring of the new infrastructure that got put in. So hopefully I haven't heard any complaints from my work campers to say otherwise that their cellular service isn't working, whether it's AT&T, mobile, Verizon. So I'm hoping we've resolved some of those issues with the new infrastructure. You had mentioned that you wanted people who like to work hard and fast. Are there any other traits that you would like to see in the work campers who apply? I need team players. I need people who want to be here. You are living in one of the most beautifully untouched landscapes that will be preserved for years and years. And so I want people who want to come work, but also have that work-life balance that can get out and enjoy where they're living and get along with others. We're really about communicating. And I worked in the a nonprofit, I've been working in the nonprofit field for 30 years. And I worked in a, a nonprofit that was an educational facility. And I worked primarily with the younger generation. And coming to Grand Teton Association, I started working with the work campers and they are amazing. They show up, they do their job. I don't have to hold their hands. They have an amazing work ethic and that makes my job easier. And when we feel like we're a community and we can support each other, if someone gets sick, 
or someone who has family members that want to come visit and they want to switch their schedules. It's just really nice to know that you can go to your colleagues and have that flexibility. I would agree. That sounds like a great perk. When I've talked to other people who've worked in national parks in the past, and they say it is a wonderful opportunity because they often get behind the scenes access to some of the beautiful features of the park that people who just come in there to see all the big things don't get. Is that the same at Grand Teton? I think it depends on the person. I think there's always, you definitely find nuggets with, you because you're working side by side, not only with GTA employees, but you're also working with Park Service employees and Elk Refuge employees. And so as you're working with these people side by side, you get to know where the secret huckleberries are and where you can find morels and where you can go and not be with 20,000 of your favorite friends. So there are definitely perks to that. It's a great way to, to get to know the area. And you also might find some hiking buddies. You're in bear country. You don't want to go by yourself. And the park recommends that you hike in party of three or four. And so you start to build friendships with these people and these folks get you out and get you to locations that maybe you wouldn't otherwise go. And you're doing it in a safe manner, not only for yourself, but also for the wildlife that we share the landscape with. That's another good point. Is it possible that you'll wake up someday and you'll find elk in your campground or bear? Absolutely. And that's, that leads me to what do people need to know about living in Grand Teton National Park? And that is probably the biggest one. You are, the Grovant campground is in a wildlife corridor. You are separated from mountains on one side and the river on the other side. And so you could at any time wake up outside your camper and there's a moose bedded down next to your picnic table, or you're sitting outside having steak and a grizzly bear comes through the campsite and elk, you get it all. You get mountain lions, you get bears, you get elk, you get bison. Bison actually are very temperamental. <laughs> so there's just a lot of megafauna out there that people need to, it's an awareness piece for sure. You're recruiting right now for Correct. people to stay. Correct. Okay. What's involved in the application process? Like I said, I couldn't do my job without work camper. Teton County, I don't know much about Teton County, but it is the most expensive uh, place to live in the lower 48. And because of that, it's because we're surrounded by open space. We have, like I said earlier, we have concert land and conservation. We're surrounded by national parks and forest service and elk refuge. So we have a 3% building envelope. So that makes it extremely expensive for folks to live in Teton County. That's why Work Camper is priceless for me. I get all my interests primarily through Work Campers. Some are word of mouth. Folks that have a great experience They'll run into friends in the winter months and say, oh, you got to check out GTA. They're amazing. They're fun. It's a great location. And so we do get some folks from word of mouth, but it's all through Work Camper. And for me, it's really that connection, Greg. Personally, I, through conversation, I start with a conversation. I'll get interest from them. I'll email them. I'll say, hey, let's have a phone conversation. And so through that phone conversation, that tells me, one, if they listen how they communicate, if they're a team player. And I get to know a little bit about their personalities and where they've been in the past. And so experience, sales experience is not necessary. But like I said earlier, a good work ethic, communication, and being a team player is what we're looking for. So if 
I really get a good vibe with someone. I'll bring in my director of buying and retail, and then she and I will meet with them. And sometimes I, I involve our store supervisors to give them a voice in the process as well. So this isn't a simple kind of process. It might require a couple of interviews. Absolutely. Unless there's someone that came referred to me by someone that I really trust and know and that they vetted that person or persons. We do. We just want to make sure because it's we're asking a lot of them. And I always take it. These people are moving and uploading their lives to some other location. So to try and set up folks as successful as possible is really important. What can a work camper do to really stand out if they would like to job? I think just show an interest in place. I think have some excitement on wanting to be here. I think that's really important. I don't want to just be another pin on the map. I would love for folks to get to know this place. It's got so many amazing attributes and there's so many experiences that you can have. So I really want someone to be excited to be here. And if someone doesn't want to be outside and be in this place, one, I don't know why they would work camp. <laughs> Life situations happen. But for me, it's really being wanting to connect to the place and getting to know the place. What are some of the things that work campers can do in that area in their off time? Oh, my gosh. It's unlimited. If you like to fly fish, there's ample fly fishing availability, tons of hiking. You can bike path. Uh, we are so lucky we have an amazing bike path system that goes, I think, 10 or 15 miles south of Jackson through the town of Jackson and all the way up to Jenny Lake in the National Park. It's such a safe way for you to enjoy the park and not have to deal with all the traffic because in the summertime, it's a lot of traffic. But we've got plenty of lakes where you can paddleboard or kayak. You can go down and go whitewater rafting. It's just endless. It's really what your, where your interests are and what you want to do. You had mentioned that Jackson is a relatively expensive place to live. Is it possible to get like groceries and things like that? Absolutely. Nearby that might not be as expensive? <laughs> the closest, we have lots of grocery stores. We have three grocery stores in Jackson. We have Whole Foods, we have Smith's, and we have Albertsons. All very nice, but it is expensive. The closest bulk shopping that you can do get is in Idaho Falls is our closest city. It's about 50,000 people and they have Costco's and Walmarts and things like that. But it's a good hour and a half drive from Jackson, for sure. Okay. People generally determine that a place is a not a small town by the presence of a Walmart. So you said right. that's about an hour away? We, we do have a Target. We just got a Target about two years ago. It's a smaller version. It's not a superstore. But it does that does allow us to, to have some things on the less expensive side. We also have a Dollar Tree that also has groceries and things like that in it. So there are ways people can work around it. And I've seen it happen, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Jackson can be a very expensive place. So you're located or the campground where the work campers will be about 10 miles from Jackson. Correct. Okay. Correct. And I've yep. just been looking on the map. This is a nature lover's paradise. It is. It really is. You're at the base of the Grand Tetons and it's all open space. It's really breathtaking. And the Yellowstone is not too far away either. No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Nope. So if, yeah. you, if you like the outdoors, this is the place where you want to spend the summer. 100%. Is there something you wish all work campers knew before they came to work for you? I think we already touched on it, but I we think did. understanding that it can have inclement weather 
I think understanding that you're in a, living in a wild place and not only for your own safety and well-being, but having that respect so that we don't put the wildlife and the things that we cherish and why we want to be here in, in jeopardy as well. So I think it's really respecting your natural resources and your environment and immersing yourself in place, but doing it so responsibly. Because it's such a wild area, would it be possible or recommended to bring pets in that area? You know, a lot of our work campers do have pets and some of them aren't small, but they have done this a lot that they, their pets are accommodated or used to the accommodations of being in an RV for long hours at a time. But it's crucial that you have your pets on leashes. Right. It's a hard rule and it's an expectation. And especially as not only representatives of GTA, but also representatives of our local agencies that we work with, we want to be leaders by example. So making sure that we're obeying those expectations that our agencies are asking as a, of us as employees and of the place that we're living in. Where can people get more information about the opportunity? I would, obviously, we're posting on hot hotline at Work Camper. We have our, I do mostly online. I don't do the magazine. I'll, I will go through this first round, Greg, and see where I land. And then if I'm still needing folks, I'll do another round in the, in the online ads. And also visit our website, which is www.grandtetonassociation.org. And on there, it has our mission, which is all about 100% of our profits go back to public lands. That is huge. And what I want people to understand is by working for GTA and engaging visitors, they are continuing to also help support those public lands. So it has our board of directors. It has our annual report. It has our impact statements on the website. So it's a great way to get to know us a little bit better. Excellent. And you're accepting applications right now? Yes, sir. Okay. I am. To start at the end of April of 2024. Correct. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Tracy. I appreciate being able to speak on this platform. I appreciate Tracy Logan for coming on the show today to talk about work camping opportunities with the Grand Teton Association. The seasonal jobs begin in late April and continue through October 31st. Typically, the workday starts at 8 a.m. and ends around 5 p.m. During the shoulder seasons before Memorial Day and after Labor Day, the start time may be delayed until 9 a.m. Wages start at $14 per hour and work campers receive a 40% discount on merchandise purchased at the retail centers. People who return the following year receive a bonus at the end of their second and subsequent seasons. Work campers will pay about $20 per night for their campsite, but it includes full hookups, Wi-Fi, access to laundry facilities, and restrooms or showers if desired. But the biggest perk is being able to live right inside the national park itself. Visitors would pay nearly $120 per night to stay there. Tracy wants work campers to be aware of the fact that it could still be cold and snowy when they arrive, and there is above average chance they will experience snow in May and June. She also wants people to realize the campground is in the middle of a wildlife corridor with a mountain on one side and a river on the other. Chances are high that you'll step outside your RV someday to find a moose or elk bedded down next to your picnic table. 
where campers may also see mountain lions, bears, and even bison wandering through the campground from time to time. The Jackson area of Wyoming is a very expensive place to visit, so work campers may experience a bit of sticker shock when shopping for groceries and other goods. However, Idaho Falls, Idaho is about two hours away and offers a better variety of goods and services. Salt Lake City is four hours away. But Tracy said the experience of being in that area all summer more than makes up for any challenges. Grand Teton is a little more than an hour away from Yellowstone National Park. There are plenty of opportunities for hiking, bicycling, paddle sports, and photography in the area. Craters of the Moon National Monument is about three and a half hours away, and so is Lava Hot Springs, Idaho. If you are a personable self-starter who can handle a fast-paced work environment, Tracy wants to hear from you soon. For more information about this opportunity, visit www.grandtetonassociation.org. Today's episode was brought to you by the featured employers at WorkCamper.com. These WorkCamper employers have taken an extra step to share some photos and detailed information about their WorkCamper programs. Opportunities exist for solos, couples, and families, whether they are full-time, part-time, seasonal, and even long-term jobs. Some are income opportunities, and others involve volunteering at locations throughout the United States. Go to workcamper.com forward slash FE to meet the featured employers today. Employers who are seeking to hire work campers can learn about the benefits of year-round recruiting by becoming a featured employer. More information about featured employers is available at workcamper.com forward slash FE details. That's all I have for this week's show. I'll have another fun interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. If you would like to share stories of your work camping adventures and offer advice to help make the experience more enjoyable for others, I'd welcome the opportunity to interview you for a future episode. Please send me an email to podcast at workcamper.com and I'll send you more details. Thanks for listening.